Welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where it's all about, you guessed it, grant writing and funding made easy so you can increase capacity, grow funding, and advance your nonprofit or freelance mission. Now, let's hand it over to your host, grants expert and author Holly Rustic, so you can increase your funding and drive impact. Hi, Changemaker. It's Holly Rustic here with Grant Writing and Funding. Welcome to the podcast. In today's podcast, we are going to have tons and tons of links. I'm going to be discussing all about COVID grant and funding opportunities available for nonprofits, small businesses, and freelancers. So if you are wondering where to go, if you want a one-stop shop, please do also check out grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 116 to get all of the links. It's going to be really important. Um, I'm definitely going to be talking about them today, but all of the links are on the website. We'll also be developing a landing page for COVID um, specifically, but I'll have this under grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 116. And to start off, I just want to say um, all of our prayers here at Grant Writing and Funding, total lots of love go out to all of you who may have contracted coronavirus or have a family member or loved one that is suffering. I know right now it is a very stressful time and you may have noticed we haven't published a podcast in the last couple of weeks. And that is because my daughter actually was a presumptive COVID case and I've been taking care of her. Thank God she has recovered now um, and she's doing amazing, but it's been very stressful to say the least. So my heart and thoughts go out to you if you are in that position now. As I know, it's very stressful and, um, you know, just sending warm love and energy your way. All right, to be sure, it is a very confusing and stressful time. And, you know, there's a fear about today and the future, right? Our children are home from school. Some may be trying to figure out how to move forward. We may be trying to figure out logistics of taking care of our parents or grandparents as well. But at least we have been getting timely safety precautions from respected healthcare providers and the government. So there are things in control that we can do to make our environment and community safer. And I encourage all of you to stay up to date as news emerges, but also do not allow the situation to overwhelm you, right? As we move forward in this unstable time, we can find peace and calmness in the things we can control and much needed relief in letting go of the things we can't control. And, you know, just as a side note, I mean, I'm having to deal with um, the sickness, but also having to, you know, now all of a sudden I'm trying to get caught up on, on my daughter's schoolwork and she's trying to figure out the apps on the on her iPad so she can interact with her school and her homework and do all that. And it's really hard to balance, you know, just to have any real type of normalcy. So I'm with you guys on that, but it can be done, you know, but I think we need to redirect what our expectations are of ourselves because it's going to be different than it was before, than before, right? Um, your work schedule, even if you were working from home, it's going to be different if now you have your kids home or if you're taking care of a loved one than before. So there are different kinds of expectations. Um, and I just encourage you all to be kind to yourself and to know that you can still accomplish goals, but they may have to, you know, have different time parameters put on them. And that's okay. So, you know, just let go of any kind of shaming or beating yourself up and really, you know, allow yourself to be kind to yourself. If you need extra sleep at this time, you know, if you need to just walk out, if you have a balcony and get some fresh air, like those are things, you know, that are very positive to do at this point in time. So please do feel that way, um, you know, and be kind to yourself. 
But I know a lot of you nonprofits, you know, you may be struggling as your big annual fundraising events that fund a large portion of your organization have had to be canceled. Plus, some of your big corporate funders may not have donations as their highest priority for the rest of 2020. You might also be feeling the stress as a freelance grant writer or nonprofit consultant, as nonprofits may not be thinking about investing into consultants right now, but just on their continued operations. But I am here with encouragement, <laughs> having said all of that, I am here with encouragement as there is actually a huge influx of grant funding at this point in time. The federal government in the United States, as well as foundations and corporations, have acknowledged the overwhelming need for organizations and small businesses, and they are releasing funding streams. Other things to think about during this time are, what are ways to still drive your business or nonprofit forward? Are there new opportunities with working online or thinking out of, out of the box with your work? And maybe has your nonprofit or even business continued in areas that may not have benefited you? And really, they needed to be cut, quite honestly, before this time even happened. And now's the time to really cut any unfruitful outcomes. And I'm not talking about staff. I'm talking more about maybe you invested a lot of time and energy into fundraisers that didn't really have a high amount of financial return, um, but instead they sucked up hours of your time and your board of directors time but you just kept doing it because it was the same old thing that you do every year. Now's your opportunity to cut out those things that may not have been so fruitful. Okay, and before we get into all of the great funding opportunities out there, I just wanna also say one of the things that I have decided to do at Grant Writing and Funding is to give a 50% discount on all of my online courses until April 30th. So please go to grantwritingandfunding.com. I do have three main courses out there right now. I have the Grant Writing Master Course. Um, I also have the Nonprofit Strategic Planning Master Course. And I have my Freelance Grant Writing Master Course. Now the Grant Writing Course, of course, it gives <laughs> of course, it gives you all of the information and a lot of different modules. I have so many downloadables, so many checklists, etc., on how to become an expert in grant writing. The nonprofit strategic um, planning course goes into how to do nonprofit strategic planning. So it talks about doing SWOT analysis, how to do your mission and vision for nonprofits, how to look at um, additional resources, how to do products, how to do services, etc. So it really talks about non-grant related things on how to get funding for your nonprofit. As far as the freelance grant writing master course, that is if you are considering an open opening a side business as far as becoming a freelancer or maybe a full-time business as a freelancer. And I really, this one I only actually open up twice a year, but I am going to put this one out right now because I know it's really important for you guys to have this information as some of you may need some side income right now. And the other thing is because there are so many grants and funding opportunities out there right now, so many nonprofits and small businesses need you to help them, right? We really need you to step up and to open up these businesses because frankly, there's not enough of us out there to help all of the businesses and nonprofits that need the help right now. So yes, you can earn some side money, but you can also be a great help to your community at this point in time. So those all are 50% off until April 30th. Once again, grantwritingandfunding.com to check out those 
courses. All right, guys, so let's go ahead and get into it. We're gonna first talk about federal legislation. So what we have right now is a COVID-19 tax bill. So I'm gonna talk about this a little bit, um, and I have, once again, all of the links on the website. So in the COVID-19 tax bill, nonprofits are included in a payroll income tax credit as part of the federal legislation to provide emergency paid sick leave, more funding for food assistance and unemployment benefits, and coronavirus testing. Most often, federal economic stimulus bills are designed to help for-profit businesses through income tax credits, which isn't relevant to nonprofits as they already have these types of benefits. However, payroll taxes need to be paid both by nonprofit and for-profit organizations, so this is a benefit. And these payroll tax credits will go towards reimbursing employers some of the cost of providing two weeks of full paid sick leave if needed uh, because of the virus and implications of the virus. And the provision also applies to any employer with fewer than 500 employees, which is a majority of employers in the United States. Also, I'd like to say that faith-based organizations are now considered for this as well, um, as well as churches. So that was something that was not included before, but now it is just in the last few days. Um, and of course, as a disclaimer to all of this, things are changing rapidly, okay? What we report on today could be changed by next week in some cases. Um, there's gonna be an additional funding in, in all cases. Um, so we're really gonna be able to stay on top of this in the coming weeks to give you information as it rolls out. All right, so that legislation then, how does it work? Well, now the U.S. Small Business Administration, they're able to roll out this funding. So how are they rolling it out? Well, the U.S. Small Business Administration is offering designated states and territories low-interest federal disaster loans for working capital to small businesses suffering substantial economic injury as a result of COVID-19. All right, so basically there are four types of grants and loan programs for small businesses, nonprofits, sole proprietors, so freelancers, and faith-based organizations and churches under the SBA or Small Business Administration Program. These loans and grants are available for sole props, okay guys? So all of you freelancers out there, even you are eligible to apply for this if you are self-employed. I have the link, it's uh, it's on the website, but it's sba.gov forward slash funding dash programs forward slash disaster dash assistance. Uh, once again, that link is on grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 116. So the four different types of programs, and these are the ones that you're probably hearing the most about right now under SBA are the Economic Injury Disaster Loan or referred to as EIDL. And this loan advance, so it's basically a loan advance will provide up to $10,000 of economic relief to businesses that are currently experiencing temporary difficulties. So for instance, maybe you, you know, have a nonprofit and all of a sudden you guys have a, a nonprofit restaurant and your nonprofit restaurant has had to shut down. So, you know, you need the cash advance to pay your employees, that sort of thing. Um, you can request an emergency cash advance of up to $10,000 to be dispersed within three days. However, um, you guys, I'm not seeing three days. I'm seeing people still waiting after six days for this money to come down the pipeline, but it will be there and it will be there soon. So the quicker you guys can get in and apply for these types of loans and grants, the quicker you're gonna get the money, right? You wanna get in now. So the advance can be forgiven. So these are kind of like some loans that will be given out, very low interest. But at the same time, if you spend a certain percentage on certain items, they can turn into grants, which means you do not have to pay certain amount of them back. 
and that's going to be up to the SBA to figure out how to do that. But I, I encourage you to apply, even if you decide not to take it later on, the money, right, the funding, um, at least you have the option to. So the Economic Injury Disaster Loan, the EIDL, this advance can be forgiven by the SBA, effectively turned into a grant, if you spend it on maintaining payroll, paid leave, increased cost, mortgage or lease payments, or other financial obligations. And once again, that link is on the website. The second type of loan or grant funding under SBA is the Paycheck Protection Program, the PPP. And this is the SBA 7A loan and will be administered initially through your local bank. So you actually have to pay for it through your local bank. And I have a form on the website as well. This loan program provides loan forgiveness for retaining employees by temporarily expanding the traditional SBA 7A loan program. So this one can also be potentially turned into a grant if you spend it on what they want you to spend it on. So these are two types of funding the EIDL and the PPP. Another one, the third one under SBA is the SBA Express Bridge Loans. This enables small businesses who currently have a business relationship with an SBA Express lender to access up to $25,000 quickly. So if you already have that relationship, this might be a great opportunity for you. The fourth type of funding under SBA is the SBA Debt Relief. The SBA is providing a financial reprieve to small businesses during the COVID-19 pandemic. So this is looking at your debt and reprieving you of those um, debts right now, having deferments in place, those types of things. So I do encourage you once again to go to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 116 to look at these four types of loans or grant programs under the Small Business Administration. Okay, let's move on. Because there's more funding out there than just that. But that's a big one. And th th those are probably the ones that you're hearing a lot about, especially the EIDL and the PPP. And once again, nonprofits and freelancers can both apply for those types of funding. All right, let's move on. So this is one you've heard me talk about like a million jillion times. And this is grants.gov. Okay, on another note, federal dollars are still being spent. These monies have already been allocated and dedicated for specific funding before the coronavirus. So you may not have to look for just corona-specific funding as a nonprofit, but apply to those grants you already had in mind. And if you haven't looked for federal grants yet, be sure to check out grants.gov. I will mention that if you have one funded already and you're operating under grants, uh, reach out to your program officers. Cost extensions may be allowable at this point in time. Actually, I'm seeing moreover almost all of the grant programs that uh, the nonprofits that I know currently operate under, they are getting extensions um, on their funding. But not all of them. You know, it depends on what kind of nonprofit, what kind of grant application you have. But do reach out to them if you do need some type of extension or if you're even going to be needing to expend your monies even quicker. Say if you have a food pantry and that sort of thing, you may need to draw down your even more funds now. So if you had funding approved to attend a conference right now, say, but it's canceled, then you may be able to roll this funding into another category or extend it another year. In any case, reach out to your program officer to identify specific changes or updates to the existing grant. All right, so let's move on. Foundation grants on instrumental. Angela Brerin, co-founder of Instrumental, just shared with me okay, a list of COVID-19 grants on Instrumental. And Instrumental is a grant research platform. It is a paid platform, but the link she gave me is not, you do not have to pay to access it. So I do have that link and it has hundreds 
of COVID-19 specific grants available to nonprofits. It's amazing. Every hour, her team is updating it. It's she's I mean, it's just fantastic the amount of work that goes into that. Also, if you remember, Angela, if you've been a listener for a while, please do check out our podcast that we had with her where she went behind the scenes on instrumental and showed you how to um, do it. It was really fantastic. And we also have that as a YouTube video. I love Angela. And that's so nice that she gave us and she also gave all members a 15% discount to instrumental. So yeah, definitely check that out. I have that link as well on grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 116. All right, so moving on to other types of funding. Facebook Small Business Grants Program. Facebook is offering $100 million in cash grants and ad credits for up to 30,000 eligible small businesses in over 30 countries where they operate. Our examples of funding include keeping the workforce going, so paying your employees, rental costs, connecting with customers, covering operational costs, and of course those ad credits so you can still roll out your ads online on Facebook. So that's really great. I also have the link online. Yelp. Yelp is offering $25 million in waived advertising fees, free advertising, products and services to small businesses, mainly local restaurants and nightlife establishments that have been impacted by the coronavirus. And I think this is great because that's where you find, you know, that's where you get your reviews and everything on Yelp. So they really are trying to help people still get advertising out there to stimulate small business. So that's really fantastic. Of course, nonprofits, if you're selling products, if you're selling services, this is something you can access as well. All right, now let's just touch base with the National Council of Nonprofits Resources. They've done a great job. They have a COVID-19 um, page, and I'm sharing the link on grantwritingoffunding.com forward slash 116. Wonderful link. They have a lot of great information. I'm also um, sharing a link to one of the PowerPoints they've done to discuss how the federal legislation impacts nonprofit. So I have that link shared as well. And they have an evolving and dynamic page regularly updated. Um, they recommend that nonprofits review your sick leave policy, your business continuity plan, and re-examine your financial planning. The bottom line is that federal funding and grants at this point in time is vital, but so is re-examining your organization. So that goes back to one of the reasons I'm putting my nonprofit strategic planning course on sale as well, because this might be a great time for your nonprofit to actually, you know, you've hit the brakes a little bit to really examine all of your strategies at this point in time and your strategic planning. They also have a great article which I found very useful and from Spectrum Services is called From Sustainability to Survivability by Steve Zimmerman and he gives you great information on understanding your cash position, assessing damage to revenue streams, looking at the dual bottom line, including everyone in the discussion and how to communicate consistently. So really this is fantastic. So I give you this information at this at this point in time as well to give you that link to that article. All right, another type of funding that's coming together and I'm seeing this more and more and more and more is uh, foundations are coming together to create umbrella foundations to give out funding. And an example of this is the Minnesota Council on Foundations and the St. Paul and Minnesota Foundation. These foundations came together to release the Minnesota Disaster Recovery Fund. And so far, they've raised more than $7.2 million for state nonprofits and organizations. So it's really good. We're seeing this trend where state foundations, like I said, they are collaborating to offer larger dollars to nonprofits in a more streamlined approach. So do check out the links that I have for different foundation umbrellas. 
All right, so we are seeing foundations doing this more in a geographic approach. Like for instance, this is came together in Minnesota, but we are also seeing a more focus on specific project focus. So maybe different foundations, they're not geographically together, but they have food security as a main a priority. So then they're pulling together as an umbrella to offer grants to uh, nonprofits that focus on food security, even though they're not located in the same place. Of course, this is similar to regular foundation giving anyway, so it's not completely weird or anything like that, but it is just becoming a more streamlined approach to get monies out quickly and to um, have like one point of access so nonprofits don't have to go through like a million different foundations, but it's a little bit more streamlined. All right, moving on. The U.S. Chamber Foundation is also giving out funding, um, and even celebrity foundations are giving out aid for nonprofits. Some examples are Rihanna's Clara Lionel Foundation. Uh, they donated $5 million to help nonprofits and organizations fighting coronavirus. And there's a lot of other celebrity organizations and foundations that are giving out money. So I went ahead and provided you some links as well. Another example of this is crowdfunding. For example, Global Giving has an online crowdfunding campaign with an aim to raise $5 million. And they have an excellent example of the how and the why of the story and how you um, can create that message. So if you need some tips on how to structure your crowdfunding campaign, they offer a great example. And I give you a link once again on the website at grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 116. So to sum all that up, I know there was, like I said in the beginning, there's a million links today, but I really wanted to give you a lot of information. In the coming weeks, I am going to be focusing on different types of uh, funding for uh, coronavirus and also how to really pivot your organization during this time, you know, your nonprofit as well as your freelance organization during these tumultuous times. So I definitely really want to have, uh, have some experts on looking at also creating a roundtable, kind of a virtual roundtable approach for you guys. But if you have specific questions during this time, please do reach out to me at holly at grantwritingandfunding.com. Please do send me an email if you have specific things that you want covered during this time. All right, so to sum it up, if you're working or at or spearhead a nonprofit, run a small company, or are a freelancer, you can tap into funding right now if you've been affected by the coronavirus. There are federal programs available corporate funding, foundation funding, grants, and crowdfunding available. Right now, there is so much content out there that is rapidly changing. However, I do recommend you apply as soon as you can as much of this funding, especially the SBA funding, is on a first-come, first-served basis, and all entities are working hard to pump out money quickly. I encourage you all to stay safe and to stay home while we navigate this new funding arena. All right, and once again, please visit grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 116 for today's episode and all of the links mentioned, as well as to check out our 50% off courses until April 30. All right, guys, stay safe, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Do you want to join the Changemaker Tribe and get courses, downloadable checklists, samples of awarded grants, behind-the-scenes live Q&A with myself and the tribe and discounts on grant services, be sure to join the Changemaker membership at www.grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash membership. Thank you for listening to this grant writing and funding podcast. I hope you've enjoyed your time. For more questions, email holly at holly at grantwritingandfunding.com or visit www.grantwritingandfunding.com.